This is Isaiah. And this is Nick. And we have chosen Jonathan Barr for our Innocence Project. And here is our information about his case and his aftermath after the works. Case details, background of the case, the state, dates, and places. Jonathan Barr, who served 14 years in jail, has been convicted of rape and murder. Here is some background information about the case. In the afternoon of November 19, 1991, 14-year-old Caddy Matthews left her great-grandmother's house in Dixmore, Illinois, and was not seen again until December 6, 1991, when her body was discovered on a well-worn path running along 157 as it passes through Dixmo Dixmar. She, she had been shot in the mouth at close range with a pistol. She was also an observance victim of sexual assault as her body was naked from the waist down. Background on the main player slash introduce them, introduce them um, examples accused victim, necessary legal team members. The police made no arrests and seemingly had no leads in the case for over 10 months until October 20th, 1992. On that date, a police report indicated that Kino Barnes, 15, 15 years old, allegedly informed the police that Jonathan Barr had told him that when he last saw the 14-year-old girl, Katarisa Matthews, she was getting into a car occupied by Robert Lee Vale and Robert Taylor. At the time of the crime, Barr, Vale, and Taylor were 14 years old at the time. Explain how the Innocence Project got involved with Jonathan Barr. The Innocence Project represents clients seeking post-convicted DNA testing to provide their innocence. The project also provides information and background on DNA testing. Around 400 people in the U.S. have been <laughs> helped by DNA testing, including 21 who served on death row. The Innocence Project's full-time staff help save these clients in most of these cases. The Innocence Project's intake and involving staff conduct extreme research into each case to determine whether DNA testing could be suitable to prove your innocence. The Innocence Project's groundbreaking use of DNA technology to free innocent people has provided certain proof that wrongful cases are not isolated or rare events, but instead from symptom defects. The Innocence Project's mission is nothing less than to free the 
straggling numbers of innocent people who remain confined and bring such reform to the system responsible for the unjust imperfection. Some of the exoneration details about Jonathan Barr. The exoneration date was on November 3rd, 2011. Based on the DNA evidence, Judge Simmons vacated the convictions of Taylor, Harden, and Barr on November 3rd, 2011, and the state's attorney's office dismissed all charges against the five men Taylor, Hardin, and Barr were released from prison. Vail had already served his prison term and was living in Minnesota at the time. Sharp served 10 years in prison for the crime. But based on his presumed criminal history, he was sentenced to an additional 10 years in 2009 for unrelated drug charges. What was the impact of the case on the people and community? Barr, Hansen, and Taylor were released in November 2011. Vail had been released in 2002 after serving his prison term and was living in Minnesota. His conviction was vacated in December that same year. Sharp's conviction was vacated on January 4th, 2012, but he was in prison in Indiana as a result of a drug conviction until he was released in February, February 2012. Jonathan Barr, Hardin, and Taylor were granted certificates of innocence and each received $208,800 in state compensation. August 2016, more than five years after the DNA tests were completed, Randolph was charged with murder, kidnapping, and predatory sex assault. Here are some thoughts that we came up with about how we think about this case, and maybe some questions that we've had. What do you think about the whole case here, Jonathan Barr? Was innocent after all, Nick? And this podcast is sponsored by NordVPN. If you've ever wanted to read or look more up in the Innocence Project, then NordVPN can help you out with that. With a safe and secure way of being able to read, connect with others, and not have those uh, people trying to hack into your things. For an example, Jonathan Barr could be using it to be able to write letters or emails to his loved ones about his recent upcoming birthday that has happened. I thought that this whole case was very interesting to know all about the crimes and the victims. Seeing Barr and the others getting released made me think where everyone would be as of today. What about you, Isaiah? What are your thoughts on this case? Unless you had similar thoughts like me.
but he was very interesting to get to know him more and the crime and the victims. But perhaps maybe I think the Innocence Project should have pushed more towards saving him a bit sooner with the DNA tests. I know within our time space now we have more in uh, powerful DNA testers and I hope that more and more victims to this day uh, are able to be freed just like Jonathan Barr. That's all for our look into Jonathan Barr and his misunderstanding of crime. If you would like to learn more about him, go to innocenceproject.com to learn more. We were both glad that we chose Jonathan Barr because the storyline of him creates more of an interesting viewpoint.